0: I put chocolate almond milk instead of normal almond milk in my coffee today And it kind of tastes like a chocolate almondy mocha and it's mighty good So welcome back to another coffee talk today's morning coffee is my actual morning coffee with you guys So I just woke up not too long ago And I'm gonna be getting ready for the day and talking to you guys about overwhelm which is a fitting subject because I am currently in a state or I guess managing a state of overwhelm. This is from Alex0112 over on the Discord chat saying, hello, I would like to have a coffee talk about overwhelm. I'm just overwhelmed with life right now, cause of university, pandemic, nothing to look forward to because there's still a lot of restrictions in Germany, etc. Maybe you have some tips on how to handle that. Have a nice day. So to start off, Alex, I believe a lot of people can probably relate to that feeling right now. There's still quite a lot of restrictions where I'm living right now too, and on top of that, being that I, I just moved close by to my sister I'm I'm kind of like my sister's. I guess like chosen bubbled person with her and her new baby. And so for that reason, I also have to bubble and stay super limited with the amount of people I'm seeing, just even in general, all of the change that's happened in the last year. And then on top of that, obviously all of us have either school or work or like responsibilities and priorities that are still needing to be completed while we're all kind of going through this big global thing at the same time. So overwhelm is hundred percent normal to feel right now in a sense, or like, I guess just if you're feeling that way, try not, to. To be too hard on yourself if you've been like freaking out overwhelmed or if your overwhelm has been causing like problems in your life because it's not your fault like it's almost inevitable to be feeling this way right now if you are feeling this way right now like i know everybody's gonna have different layers of feelings on different days but if you're noticing a threat of overwhelm especially in the last year then it's definitely normal Everybody handles overwhelm differently, and if your overwhelm is really bothering you, if you're feeling overwhelmed enough that it's like affecting your life and things like that, I think the number one advice I could give is, first and foremost, not to beat yourself up for it, especially if there are other people around you or there are people that inspire you that are either overwhelmed or show, seem to be handling the overwhelm really well. I think everybody's kind of just like unsure how to deal with everything that's happening right now. And we're all, everybody in the world is kind of just like taking things day by day. I don't know if I can even say that. Like I don't actually know what everybody in the world is doing, but like generally I think with everything that's happened over the past year, Everybody's dealing with something. Even without the last year and all of its challenges, I think everybody's always kind of dealing with something. I'm not even gonna say that different people handle things better. I mean, that's probably true. There are definitely people out there that handle overwhelm or are able to cope more easily with things like overwhelm, but you yourself, will go through periods in your own life where overwhelm won't shake you as much and where overwhelm will completely make you feel like you're crumbling. And if you're going through a phase in your life where you do feel like the overwhelm right now of everything going on is kind of making you feel like things are crumbling or like you're falling apart in a sense, then I get that. Like, I totally understand. And I feel like the best mindset to take into an experience like that is really if it's possible to find some sort of release or letting go in the crumble because I'm gonna get into like the step-by-step like what you can do in a very dominant yang like proactive way in a moment here But just a sideline second for the softer side of feeling overwhelmed The more emotional side that comes with feeling overwhelmed is that like if this is not nothing on you Like don't be hard on yourself Don't blame yourself if you feel like things are completely unraveling and falling apart And there are so many things going on and will always be things that are going on in the world in our lives In our day-to-day in other people and in in so many things and all of the different layers the complicated layers that make up our lives there will be so much of that that is outside of our control and it can be so enticing or tempting or sometimes habitual to hook into the idea that we have more control over the things that are outside of us than we really do it was the Buddha that said attachment is the root of all suffering and it's, it's definitely not that easy like our lives you can't just like unattach or detach from everything in your life in order to just be unscathed or not suffer anymore like naturally we do need certain attachments our lives don't get me wrong it's this is a paradox i'm really trying to break apart two sides of the same thing but at the same time like we need to be We need to be kind of like graceful with the fact that human life comes with attachments and and we don't all have the capabilities or capacities in order to just detach from life and go meditate in a cave all day. So we kind of have to find a grace point of understanding that we have attachments and then not letting them overthrow our sense of empowerment within. Because life will be a roller coaster, you'll go through phases where things are chaotic and you'll go through phases where things are chill, calm, or maybe even like understimulating, and you're wishing there was more going on in the world or in your life. Throughout those waves and dips, the important part is like not to lose your empowerment within the part of your life that is within your control because your decisions, your actions, the things you say, the values you live by are always going to be within your control. Now that we've, you know, gone over the emotional sensitive side of being overwhelmed, let's dip into the practical, shall we? So you're overwhelmed, what do you do? First and foremost, as per usual, we need to figure out what the heck is overwhelming us, right? So just yesterday I was feeling super overwhelmed, which is what made filming this today kind of like serendipitous because I feel like I just went through this. As soon as I caught myself feeling overwhelmed, as soon as I started to just notice the thoughts that were kind of controlling my day, very aware of the fact that All of my thoughts and all of my fear and all of my anxiety and overwhelm was coming from living in the future that I wasn't in yet focusing on the things that would have been outside of my control and all of this was creating a cocktail of me not being able to focus on what I needed to do in the moment and perhaps not even end up having to deal with the things that I was so worried about but life is not that easy our brains are very habitual and they run in patterns and this is a pattern that I've always had in my life that as soon as I take on something big or make a big change or decide to like go for something ie launching Co's memberships all of a sudden I'm like my overwhelm radar goes off the wall the first thing you can ever do is just notice when you are feeling overwhelmed because a lot of the times when we're overwhelmed we're in an overstimulated state and if we don't know we're in an overstimulated state then the actions and the things that we do will feel out of alignment things will feel like you know when you're super overwhelmed and then like you break a coffee mug in your sink and then you lose a shoe or something or you slam the car door on your finger like more things Start to happen that just add to the the heightened feeling you're already in a lot of that is just being out of your body Being so stuck in the overstimulated state in your mind in the future that it's like You're not even realizing that your fingers in the way as you slam the door You're like you're not fully holding your mug because like your brain is just somewhere else and again totally normal but noticing that you are feeling that way or that these things are happening is 100% a win and 100% the starting point of like dislodging this feeling If you have time in the moment that you notice that you're overwhelmed then do it right away If you're at work, if you're doing school, if you have other responsibilities that you're tending to when you notice you're overwhelmed Then make a deal with yourself that the next free moment you have you'll do this with my whole list of hearts Promise you that it'll at least help so the next free moment you have Take a moment to just find a quiet place that's just for you. Like nobody else can really distract you. TV's not distracting you. Even maybe music isn't distracting you unless it's just kind of softly in the background. I'll leave that up to you. I mean, really, you can do this however you wish, but sit down and either on your phone or on a piece of paper. Yeah, I find it easier on paper because you can really spread things out in a very all over the place type of way because it's kind of what the brain feels like in those moments. And write down every single thing that you feel overwhelmed about set a timer so that you don't feel like you have to think of everything or get a- absolutely everything that's actually bothering you on paper instead it's like okay in five minutes how many things can I write down on this piece of paper that are overwhelming me and odds are you don't need more time than that now for the best part y'all know we're gonna just the shit out of this list by organizing and categorizing so, step one label each of the things that you wrote down that are currently overwhelming you under the title of work or business, health and well being, home and family life, finances and security, global, social, personal. Or any other label that you know attributes to what it is that's bothering you you can do this with colors like I'm color code highlighting different things and then make like a little bar at the top like I'm giving you guys some serious gist ideas right now this is like a full-on journaling idea but you can color code it so that you don't have to like write down those things beside each label and that makes the following step easier too because then you're gonna go ahead and categorize each of those things as something that is within your control or something that is outside of your control you can do this by putting a number one for in your control and a number two for outside of your control and then categorize all of these things. Now you can totally do whatever you want with this information. If you want to reorganize this information into lists of things that are in your control or out of your control or lists that pertain to work, home, all of the above, then you can do that. But as you organize them, date or priority, meaning whatever this thing is, is there a due date on it? Or is this a high priority thing that's taking up a huge amount of energy, time, space, or stress in your life. You can do this by categorizing things that are top priority or have a close due date as A, B as in they're important but they don't really have a due date, C would be not that important but does have a due date coming up soon, and D being something that is semi-important but doesn't necessarily need your attention right now, absolutely completely outside of your control and is kind of just taking up dead space and would be worth finding a way to purge it or delegate it out of your life. Doing this journal session will ultimately make you feel like you have a bit more control over what it actually is that's bothering you. Speaking from experience, I feel like sometimes the brain can kind of overdrive when we're feeling overwhelmed and things feel so chaotic and so outside of our control. But doing this activity, just sitting down and writing things out this way, it it helped me wrap my brain around everything that I felt was kind of jumbled inside my mind. And when I did it this way, I realized certain things that I was maybe focusing on that didn't need my attention as much. as other things that were actually high-priority or like a cornerstone to my life that I really needed to be tending to But friends it doesn't stop there because not only do we need to know what's overwhelming us We need to know how we've been coping with that overwhelm and I'll tell you why we all have Things we do whenever we're feeling stressed whenever we're feeling overwhelmed out of control uncomfortable awkward any 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 Uncomfortable feeling really any uncomfortable emotion any uncomfortable experience. We all tend to have some sort of go-to Reaction to those things you might know them. You might not know them either way It's worth getting to know them right now or at least what they've been as of recently because Anything that's out of alignment is is only going to further add to feeling overwhelmed So these are habits and behaviors that hold us back from what we really should be doing or working on or what we really want to be doing and working on or how we want to be living our lives. Things that we do to cope with the feeling of overwhelm that actually aren't helping and are making the problem worse. Write these down or put them in a list in your phone so you know your vices because knowledge is power. When I did this, I realized that every time I started getting super, super stressed out, I would procrastinate and my procrastination tool for a very long time was going on social media and just scrolling. I would go on TikTok or I would go on Instagram and somehow an hour would go by and I would still need to do that important thing, whether it was like sending a really nerve wracking email or solving a problem that I know just would take like an hour of dedicated focus and I'd be able to untie the knot. or. More than that, when I caught myself on certain nights feeling really, really anxious when things were happening more with the world or with just like the pandemic and things like that, if it's possible, I'd like to request a little non-judgment square corner portion of this coffee talk because I'm about to be super, super honest. Solely to hit home like that you're not alone if you're really freaking out lately or just in general for the last year on nights where I got super anxious about things that were happening more globally or outside of completely outside of my control. I would kind of smoke some weed and start to try and feel a little bit better that way. And. The problem was along the way I started to catch when it started to become a problem again And it's a a pattern from my past and noticing it was huge because I could have very easily just kept on going and allowed that to become a crutch or become a coping mechanism for the amount of stress But I also knew it was out of alignment with what I was trying to do And it was out of alignment with the things I needed to be doing and kind of getting in my way It was actually making the problem worse rather than better. So anyway, non-judgment hour is over here, but that's a really honest, honest example about the types of things that we tend to do sometimes that might make us feel better in the moment, like right away, short-term gratification, but they don't actually help us in the long haul or in the long term and listen I don't think there's actually anything wrong with smoking weed just like I don't think there's anything wrong with having a glass of wine I, in fact I actually we, this is not today's chat But I actually think that alcohol can have a more detrimental effect on the body than smoking weed than let's say vaporizing marijuana But that's not today's chat. It's all about balance It's all about how much this thing is a part of your life and that's not even just with substances That's even with things like food That's even with things like, you know relying on like the company of other people or or social media or playing games or watching TV Like all of these things are not bad things We can't we tend to judge them or label these things as like good or bad but really they just are things that we interact with and being mindful of your interaction with those things and how often you use those things to maybe cope or distract yourself or procrastinate from the more troubling or challenging or overwhelming things going on in your life is like a really big, it's a really big mature thing to do. To be like, you know what? I'ma put this Mary Jane joint down right now and book an appointment with my therapist to talk about the overwhelm I feel about everything happening globally right now and how I'm tending to cope and how I'm noticing that I'm coping in a way that is not helping me work towards my best life. It's very, very mature to catch yourself, to catch your coping mechanisms, to catch your behaviors and things that are out of alignment or out of balance maybe, and not judge yourself for it and instead just be really honest and be like, this isn't helping me live my best life at all. This is making the problem as a whole much worse. I need to figure out how to stop doing this. And if I can't figure out how to stop doing this, then I need to outsource some help a family member, a therapist, anything, a support group, a forum of people that have gone through the exact same thing that make me feel less crazy, any of the above. So let's talk about setting boundaries, routines, and designated times. These three things, while sometimes, again, can go out of balance if you're too intense about them, when used optimally for your own life, these things can literally save you. It's creating a system of your life that allows you to stay in that sweet spot of not being too overwhelmed but also not completely giving away or feeling powerless. Boundaries is basically not saying yes to everything or putting up time stamps or time slots or designated just days or again, time that you focus on certain things. So for instance, let's say there's something that's really, really stressing you out at work, but it's not work related. You can designate a time for yourself, like at 8 PM tonight, I'm going to take 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and I'm going to give myself the time to just sit and think about this thing or focus on this thing or ask myself, is there anything I can do to alleviate the suffering that this thing is causing me? Um, Whatever that thing is boundaries is turning down invitations saying no to extra work or projects or extra time or having designated time to answer your phone or to Socialize with people and having designated time to turn your phone off so you can kind of recharge if that's something you need This isn't as easy as it's gonna sound but having boundaries is also deciding what is worth taking up space in your mind in your heart in your time and in your energy or your atmosphere really and that it sounds really easy but it's almost like can you can you garner or harness a feeling of like you don't deserve to hold this much space in my life so things that are really bothering you things that are like Totally outside of your control or for instance I'll use another personal example because it's really hard for me not to when I'm trying to explain something because that's that's how I That's how I'm even talking about these things is from personal experience Why am I explaining myself even this right now? like I had to set a boundary for myself when it came to Comments online and it was something that I struggled with for a long time because of the whole like well What about freedom of speech and like people should be able to say whatever they want to say and my therapist was like no you were allowed to say, you're kind of being a dick to me right now. I'm kicking you out of my virtual house. You don't have to allow everything and everyone and every cause and every worry and every problem that is brought to you, take up space in your life or take up space in your mind. And I know that's not that easy. Like sometimes we just can't help but be bothered or care or worry about certain things. But there are definitely things in your life that probably aren't worth or don't deserve your time and don't deserve your energy on it. So just like find that inner sense of like, no, I'm not gonna let this take up any more space. I'm not gonna let this take up any more time. If there's any part of you that knows whatever it is doesn't deserve your time or your energy, then let it go, let it go. If it's like the opinions of other people or I don't know something mean that somebody said to you or someone at work That's just like really bothering you lately or something just like is it worth your time and energy? Because I'm gonna bet that your time and energy is worth a lot. So don't give it away so freely So be picky be picky about the type of energy you allow in your brain and in your heart and in your life and in your virtual space and in your physical space and in your three-dimensional space and everything in between Now let's talk routines because when it comes to routines the best advice I absolutely have from every routine I've ever made in my entire existence, which is a lot. Make it livable. Actually, make everything that you do in your life that you want to be habitual, livable. Being essential about the things that you call a habit or a routine is crucial because I can't tell you how many years I overwhelmed myself by trying to do too much at once and basically setting myself up to fail by creating a routine that was super ambitious and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, but Every single time I couldn't stick to it or every single time I'd fall off or I I could stay on for like a month. But after a month, I would end up being burnt out and feeling exhausted and wouldn't be able to stick to it long enough because it wasn't livable. And everybody's routine will be different and what is even considered to be livable will be different based on your lifestyle, based on your goals, based on your values in life. Ultimately my second best piece of advice when it comes to routines after making it livable is Start with a focal point and then build out your routine from there and your focal point Should be in alignment with the thing that is most crucial and most important to you that keeps you rooted So if you're into chakras There goes my mascara. If you're into chakras at all, then kind of think of it like the root chakra. Is it your family? Is it your job? Is it your, what thing in life makes you or keeps you most rooted? For some people, this is creating music. And so building a life or a routine around making music would be building a life around keeping themselves rooted. For other people, it might be helping others. So maybe someone works as a counselor and that is the thing that keeps them super rooted in life or a teacher. And so building a routine around their teaching schedule is making a livable life and a livable routine in alignment with the thing that keeps them rooted. Other people, family, friends, like self-work or maybe like self-study and, and your route will change throughout time too. So this doesn't have to be like a for the rest of your life thing either. It could be maybe right Now your main focus has really been on learning how to like download and Fully process what it is to experience self-love So maybe your routine is anchored by your morning hour where you read or you like do self-care before you start your day And then everything else is kind of just detail work Maybe the thing that keeps you most rooted in life is Having time to mentally anchor or get inside your body the way that I, I stay kind of with my head on straight is through my yoga and meditation practice and so when I build my routine I always kind of start there and then build out what else I'd love to have in my routine but also keeping in mind that it needs to be livable very much somebody who can get way inside my own head especially because I run my own business and I work alone so especially with things like work, I get really far in my own head space. And so every time I start a new routine, I always base it around what my yoga and meditation practices because that is the thing that keeps me rooted. And then second after that is making sure that I have some quality time with someone that I'm close to or bubbling with because that also keeps me rooted. And because I run my own business, I can be flexible with my job. So then I routine in how I would like to live my life and do my job at the same time. Do you know what I mean? And then building your own routine around the things that are basically the foundation of your life and making it livable and being essential, focusing on the things that keep you rooted and make you feel like you're here in the now, and then making it livable will ultimately give you a backbone to your day to day that'll help you stay out of an overstimulated state, you know? And that doesn't mean you won't get overwhelmed ever again, but it's a good place to start because the next step or tip that I have with overwhelm is to ask For help and you can do this in a number of different ways you can maybe hire help like that was what I needed to do I needed to start hiring help in order to really take myself out of that constantly overwhelmed state because I was trying to do too much at once or take on too much at once and starting to delegate tasks and delegate projects to other people for me with my job brought me out of that overstimulated state a lot Asking a friend if you can just like vent about something that's really bothering you. Booking an appointment with your therapist, which is the other thing I did when I noticed myself, again, kind of like leaning a little bit too much towards the ganja. And, and I was like, I want to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence and like keeping myself accountable with this. So I brought it to my therapist and was like, hey, I noticed I'm doing this. Can we unpack it so that I can make sure that like I don't keep doing this? If you're overwhelmed financially, book an appointment with a financial advisor. If you are overwhelmed with the process of looking into renting or buying a place or moving, talk to a real estate agent or talk to someone you know who has bought a house, who has moved, who has rented. Talk to a lawyer if you're overwhelmed about something that is more legal. Go online and like literally, there's so many forums about so many things now. I feel like anything you've ever experienced or needed help with, somebody has probably written about it somewhere online. So finding other people that have gone through similar things Even if you don't directly contact that person in a sense is also finding help Just basically letting yourself know that you are not alone that you can call upon the people around you and create a support system for yourself And and you should let people help you because you're worthy of that. We we can't get through this life alone We need each other challenge your urge or your necessity to do everything perfectly If you're also noticing that that's a thing because a lot of the times with overwhelm too We overwhelm ourselves because there is a lot on our plate and we're expecting ourselves to perform or to complete or accomplish everything that's overwhelming us or tackle or deal with everything that's overwhelming us. Perfectly will allow you to kind of break through your overwhelm, especially if your overwhelm is causing you to procrastinate I was building things up in my head to be these big giant things that I needed to be so perfect that it needed to go So well that when it came time to sit down and work on said projects I felt all of this resistance and I had to notice like oh there I go again trying to do everything perfectly instead I just want to show up and do it just show up and do it and whatever outcome comes I'll deal with that when it comes kind of thing and like shifting everything out of that urge to do everything perfectly, gives you a little bit more grace and lead way to start getting things done without the urge to Know that you're doing it in the best most perfect or optimal way You're really kind of challenging your self-judgment of needing to do everything perfect or having certain high unrealistic expectations on yourself Ooh, this is white. That's cool. Nobody is a superhero like no one and all the greats that you love Like all the people that you've ever inspired you or have accomplished amazing things on earth in their lifetime aren't superheroes either they're just people that probably felt overwhelmed and found ways to keep going anyway well that was an interesting look should I keep going It would be really weird if I did my whole eye so I covered up the white with blue and I kind of like it now where were we oh. So I'm gonna do something a little different here. This is gonna be like an interactive part of the content and you can totally skip over it if you feel the need to. But if you are feeling really overwhelmed right now, then close your eyes and take a huge, slow, deep breath. I'll do it with you. Before you open your eyes, just notice for a few seconds what your thoughts are doing now open your eyes so doing that and just taking a second to stop in the middle of whatever it is and just notice close your eyes, breathe, or you don't even have to close your eyes, no one even has to know you're doing it, but just catching yourself when you're overstimulated, taking a second and noticing what your thoughts are doing is the key to kind of breaking through this challenge, this obstacle. When I do this, I'll usually catch myself trying to do everything perfectly, or putting a lot of pressure on myself, or worrying about the opinions of others, or insert anything here, any thought process that's happening that I'm maybe not fully aware of, and then I'll just say out loud like, there I go again, trying to be perfect, or there I go again, outweighing the opinions of others over my own, or there I go again, procrastinating instead of doing what I know I need to do. And doing that just kind of creates some space and defuses you from your thoughts and from the overwhelm that you're experiencing and instead kind of separates it from you You are no longer the overwhelm. Overwhelm is just something you're experiencing and you can even say there I go again Getting overwhelmed while this doesn't necessarily stop or fix the overwhelm it creates space between you and overwhelm rather than you being Overwhelmed and in that space and in that wiggle room you're able to maybe shift some of your thought patterns or your energy patterns of Coping with everything that's going on in life It just gives you some time or some space to maybe bring yourself back out of being over-the-top Stimulated over-the-top stressed, and instead brings you back into that cope zone that in-control space between being over activated and under-activated That you're able to use the energy to channel yourself forward that you're able to sustain the amount of things you're processing and experiencing globally personally professionally name it, all of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed sharing our actual morning coffee, or at least my morning coffee together and talking about overwhelm. If you guys have anything you would like to add to the conversation, please feel free to do so down below. And outside of that, I'll talk to all of you guys in the next Coast video. Bye guys.